You are now in tune to a 726 studio production. <laughs> yeah, let me stop my shit. Yo, what's up and welcome back to another episode of Planet Josh. Today I'm joined by 2021 CalPAC first team and also freshman of the year, University of Antelope Valley's and PG's very own, Eric Nicholas. What's good, bro? Yo, what's up, bro? What's good? How's it going? Everything's going good so far. So this episode going to feel a bit weird because me and Eric never had a conversation in English before, but it's always our first time. So yeah, tell the people more about yourself. Well, um, I'm Eric Nicholas, 20, 21 years old, studying business management in at Lancaster University of Antelope Valley in California. I'm from Punta Gorda, born and raised in Punta Gorda. Um, my sports is basketball right now. Punta Gorda Belize, right? Because I remember yes, that one sir. website nah, had, no, had, it, had... It's not Brazil. Yeah, you know. But anyway, so yeah, man, tell us more about your upbringing. Tell us about, like, you know, growing up in PEG, um, your background, your family, everything. Well, growing up in PEG is always, was a blessing because, you know, life is nice, always nice home. You can't ask for something better than that. Good friends. And just playing sports and hanging out with friends is one of the biggest key. And then for my family, it's one of the best. You always love the family vibe. All right. So I know you're the, you're the youngest, right? In your family. Yeah, I'm the youngest of eight. Okay. So what was that like being the baby of the family? They have the pros and it has its cons because... Whatever depends if you're gonna be the run guy for the house. More than likely, the youngest one always got to do that. <laughs> run man, run man. And then the good part is like everyone gonna look up, look out for you, take care of you like you're a baby, and you get whatever you want. Sometimes, sometimes right? it makes sense. Yeah, I could relate. Um, so you know basketball. When did you really start playing basketball? Well, I really started playing basketball when I was in primary school, which was like nine, ten. That's when I like took it kind of serious. But when I really took it seriously, it was in high school after I won the high school championship for the country. Then I really took it seriously. Like, yeah, I'm going to pursue my, my career and go really in-depth into basketball and get a degree. Let's talk about high school for a little bit then. So you went to what high school? I went to Julian Technical High School in Punta Gorda, Belize. Okay, so you said you won... Uh, championship for the country like what was yeah. that experience like you know being at the top of the mountain well that experience was good i still could remember it clear like it was yesterday the rides ups and downs whatever i had in high school get out of class to go to practice which was good practice was all right you do all the hard work in the practice so when it was the game time it was kind of it was kind of easy because we know what you had to do to win a championship, which was the main goal. So, you know, like, to win a championship, you're not, you're not alone. Like, no man can't nah, do it by I, himself, right? So, no so what are some of the guys that... Yeah, exactly. No man is an island. So, name, name drop some of the guys that were, like, you know, a big part of that, that run big with you. that was my guy. I'm Vernon. The Vernon brothers. I'm Vernon. Adrian Vernon. Jaren Lambe. Enfield Arzu. My brother, Akeem Nicholas. Renan Beiser, the coach, which was Henry Lacara and Evan Lino, just to name a few of the guys. You know, it's crazy that, to the best of my knowledge, like, 
couple of those guys aren't like, you know, basketball isn't their number one sport, but somehow you guys still got it done. Well, once you come to the court, that's your that's your number one priority. You don't got to want to be a basketball guy, but you always want to win. So everyone have that winning mentality. So when you come to the court, you know what to do. You put whatever you got to do to get that W. And so like for those of you who don't know, like that year was like, I feel like that was a year of PG, if you want to call it that. Yeah, because our high school won, our high school boys won basketball and we won football a same year too. Yeah, and then the other high school won um, volleyball. Yeah, the only thing, volleyball the only too thing, The only thing PG didn't win was softball, but I mean, nobody plays really that down play there that. anyways, you know. Yeah, so we whatever was our major sport was, that's what we won. So in other words, you know, PG is where the talent is, but... They always hidden, forget us. Hidden, you know hidden, what I'm saying? Hidden, hidden. So yeah, man. Um, so you know, when you accomplish something, you just want to keep accomplishing more and more. After you get, that, whenever you're hungry, you always want to get hungry for that. Your feet after after motivation. You don't want to do good, and then you just start relaxing. So that one yeah, so accomplishment, your feet after. Speaking of that, you know, after you win nationals, you fin- you graduate from high school. What was like your mindset? What were you thinking like, okay, what's next? What was your plan? My mindset was to get out of the country, which was more than likely everyone's mindset after if you're into sports, you want to get out of the country because, you know, outside the country, that's where they, you're going to really test your, your skill. So that's what was my mindset to get out of the country. And so your first move to get out of the country was Mexico. Yeah, what was that like, you know, going to go to Mexico? What was that like going to some place that, you know, you don't grow up speaking Spanish and now you have to go well, there where it's 100% Spanish? Well, the first couple of months was super difficult. Just being away from home for a couple of months, which I was home for like 16 or 17 years. I don't know how to live, on my, how to live alone or whatever I got to do on my own, take care of myself in another country. So that was the first aspect, which was hard to just like take care of yourself. And then when it comes to the basketball side of life and the, the other language that I had to learn, which was Spanish, it was tough because I, I didn't like Spanish. I had to learn it in the high school, but I was like, yeah, I don't need Spanish, so I'm never going to really pay mine. And it, it just came back to haunt me. I had to learn it fast in like a couple of months so I could have went with the team and carry along myself, which was tough because the coach couldn't speak English and I couldn't speak Spanish like that. So I had one teammate who was like my translator to get all the work done. Thank God you had that one guy, you know, because being in a country where you can't speak the language kind of hard could could relate to it here in Taiwan. And it's like, you know, sometimes people hit you with some words and you're just looking at them like, what you saying, bro? What are you saying, bro? I don't know what's that. You could like give me another, try to bring it in English to me. You know what I'm saying? Or give me some sign language or just give me anything. So how long did you spend in Mexico? I spent a year in Mexico, one whole year. Is your Spanish still good to this day or what? It's all right. When's the last time you had to use Spanish? Uh, The last time I had to use Spanish was when I left Mexico. I mean, it's kind of like you don't run into anyone that speaks Spanish and, you know, whatever in the the States right now. I run into a couple. Well, I got a teammate that's from Spain out here. So me and him chop it up in Spanish a little. Okay, okay. I was going to say, let's chop it up in Spanish, but my Spanish kind of bad, so we'll, <laughs> yeah, we'll, leave that, we'll leave that there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so after you leave Mexico, 
what did you do next? I know you're in the States right now, but like what happened in between Mexico and the States? I was trying to really figure what was my next move was because I was like, yeah, I didn't really like Mexico like that. So I was trying to figure how I could get a step into America. Then I got a, I got a friend that was here in America that gave me a link to a coach, to an academy. And that link was what really made me come to America with that one little link. So it's good to like know people and be good friends with people because I always going to go along to give you the links and opportunities to go outside the country. Yeah, for sure. Like they always say don't burn your bridges, right? Because you never know who could help you out or at the same time, you never know who you could help. Just make sure you meet good people and you make good connections. So now you get to the States and what year did you go? 2018. Okay. And how long have you been at Antelope Valley? This August right here that's coming up going to be my third year. Okay. Start of the third year. Yeah. So the first year you didn't really play. No, that was my red shirt year. Red okay, so what? to like sit out that year to see what, yeah. what was the level like. So what was that like? You know, you're a, you're a hooper. You come from winning nationals. You go to Mexico. You play pretty good there. And then now you go to the States where you're just chilling for a whole year. What was that like? You know, what was that experience it was, like? It wasn't chilling. It was grinding. Yeah, you know what I mean? But like, you know, you go from grinding and you actually get to play and now you're just grinding just to watch. Well, it was like, it was hard because sometimes you take a, your team take an L and then you're like, damn, I call this like help my team. But like the team, my team out here was, they was super good. So I was just like watching, getting competitive with them. As the, the older guys, as the senior guys, like what to do, they always going to look after me. So it was pretty good that first year. That's good that, you know, you had people that could help you like adjust to it and everything. So, you know, life in the States is way different than what we have back home in Belize. Way different. Way, way, way. This is a five-star. This is like a movie. You know, so how how you how you doing in this movie? You're the you're the star of your own movie. So like, you know, how you adjusting to this life and how you know, think you're good now? Well, I'm I'm all right. I don't think I'm good. I'm all right right now. They still got certain stuff that I gotta get adjusted to, but it's just a it's just a matter of time. Road really don't get built overnight. Facts. So what has been the hardest thing for you to adjust to in the States? The hardest thing yeah. is just by like the work ethic that everyone has out here, which is which is not hard, but just like get used to that style of basketball. Tell me a little bit more then, like compared to back home, so people who get a better understanding of it. Because you know, I feel like but, we come from a country where a lot of people see you doing something, and some of them would be like, "Oh, I could do that same thing too," but they don't understand until they're in that situation. You know, so like, give us a little better understanding of that. Well, the first of all. All here is like everyone take basketball and everything seriously. So they just we just put like extra, like extra, extra work into your craft. More than likely. So everything on here is like a structured basketball, which home is structured too, but like it's not that much structure. So that's one of the biggest transition from back home to here. Okay. So like you have to be a little bit more you know, disciplined in a sense. Discipline. Yeah. So speaking everyone of discipline, gotta be, everyone got to be punctual. What's your schedule like with basketball? Well, I, I, it's not it's not just basketball. It's, I got classes too, so I got to split my time up. 
So like in the, for a regular day for me, I normally wake up like eight. I got classes eight thirty. Wake up, take a shower, do what I got to do for some eat, go to classes from like eight thirty to like eleven thirty. After eleven thirty, I come out. My day's over for classes. Then I'm gonna find something to eat before I go to practice again. And then I then I go to practice from like two to like five for for the day, which is a tough practice because you got weight room and you get on the court too. So practically my day gonna finish in the night in like five, five thirty. Then I gotta come home, take a shower again, get something to eat, and I get assignments to do, which you know you gotta get that assignment done. Sound like a grind, bro. Say grind. Talking about assignment, I'm doing assignment right now as we're speaking. Doing assignment and an interview. Damn. Multitasking. You know what I'm saying? That boy doing it all. So, you know, all that grind has to equal up to something, right? Because you don't put in the grind for nothing. And like I said at the beginning, you were the freshman of the year and also part of the first team for the conference. So what was the season like? You know, take us back through the season. How did you adjust to actually finally getting on the court? Well, it was it was super good. The season was good because like it was it's, it's my first season out here. So I was like, I was trying to get used to it. In one week we had like in legit a week we had like five games. So it was like back to back game. Like my body was sore, sore. Like I couldn't even move. I had to go to therapy. Well, not therapy, but like rehab for that for my body to like recover after the first week and then after that the season was like a roller coaster roller coaster because we had a lot of obstacles happening in the team and then we still had to battle that out to play as a team as well so the season was up and down but when when we start rolling it was a nice season i couldn't complain about the season after that you know the highs and the lows so always did you start off the season as a starter yeah, I start. I start off the season as a starter. Okay, nice. I see you. And what was your like main role on the team? Like the coach was like before games would be like, okay, Eric, you do this, that, whatever. Well, my role since I was here from like 2019, I already know what I could have did. So basically, my role was just to like get the team together, and I was like a, I was a starting center. So I had to like talk to the guys, tell them what's up, make sure everything is going okay. I was kind of like a leader, which everyone was kind of older than me, but I was, age doesn't matter when it comes to the sports. Yeah, like I feel like a lot of people think that just because they're older, they should be the leader, but not all the time because, you know, you have to take into account what the younger guys can bring to the table because if we, you just think- can bring the same stuff to the table as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just look at the younger guy and be like, oh, you're younger than me, so you can't tell me anything I don't know. You know, it's the wrong wrong mindset. Yeah, that's like legit the wrong mindset you're going you're gonna to take on. So, yeah, man, Um, you know, season is done. School's still happening. But let's, let's look forward, right? What's your, how to say, what's your expectations for the next season? My expectation for the next season is already high because I already had a season. I already had this season, which I know what I got to do. So going into next season is going to, I surely have high expectation for myself 
and I know my team have high expectation for me already because I know what I got to do for our season to get my game to another level. Because, you know, you got to elevate that level. Yeah, and what's one thing you would say you have to elevate in the next season? Because this year I saw a lot of videos of you dunking on guys. Like, you got a hell of a lot of posters, bro. Like, you just, like, you need to chill out because they might have to deport you for abuse or something. But <laughs> what's, something, what's something you think you really want to work on and add to your game for next season? Well, I'm going to get a little bit bulky. I got to get in the gym, get in the weight room put on a little size and then I got to change. I got to work on my game to get a, my mid range consistent and my shooting consistent. So I'm a handle. So that's what I'm going to be working on for next season. So I'm going to be another level. Man, it's kind of crazy hearing you say that, right? Because so for the people that don't know Eric and I've known Eric for like, Ooh, a long time now. <laughs> but I remember the first times we played against you was when, like you were playing on, I think, Cemetery, right? And we're with DYS and all of that. And this is like Eric, like, how old was I? I was like maybe 17 around then. And so that means Eric was like, what? 13, 14, somewhere there. 30. Yeah, yeah. Like 13, 14. So he was shorter than me, right? But this fool always had like some super long ass arms. But <laughs> I remember one game, <laughs> he scored like maybe eight, nine threes. I like, like just couldn't miss. So I'm like, Bro, what's up for I this kid, my, man? I was in my bag that game. Yeah, man. And like, so like, it's kind of weird hearing you say, like, you know, I got to like work on my shots, my mid-range, consistent shooting. I'm like, bro, I, I, I've seen consistent shooting from you already. The whole DYS team seen it. So it's like, damn. But like, you know, shooting has always been there in you. It's just something you have to. Try to get that consistency. Yeah, because I feel like, like your role this year was more like, okay, bang bodies, put some foods on some posters and just, yeah. But, you know, I love to see that you just want to keep growing because I feel like in Belize, if you're tall, you're expected to be like just a big man. Yeah. But you wanted to work on everything, you know, I mean, makes sense because after all, tell the people who's your favorite player. Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? I'm about seven foot and can do everything. So makes sense why you want to work on all that. So, man, when does the semester finish for you? We finish this Friday that's coming up, the 29th. Oh, really? Damn. And then it's back home after? Back home. So what's the plans when you're back home? You know, like you don't have that fancy um, the shoot around machine and all that good stuff like nah, you have. I don't, I don't got that, but I got, I got guys that are gonna be rebounding. So that's why the machine. They're the machine, human machine. And you know human the crazy machine. thing, right? People, right? This this guy goes from the states, playing on wood courts with all these equipment and all of that. And then when he was home last time, he made a whole ass little um court in his backyard, playing bare feet in the yard. Man, I got, I got, I got to improvise. I always find a way. Man, but other than that, AD, it's good. Yeah, man, that's, that's that's good stuff, bro. Um I noticed lately you're like you're on the what the morning show? Yeah, open eyes morning show. So, you know, what has the love been like after, you know, wrapping up all of this, the love you received from, from back home? Well, the love back home is always good, but they just 
try to get some other you after you already accomplished all you got to do but sorry it's like a little like it's good and bad in a sense right because it's good and bad good you're you getting get that recognition yeah name gonna get out there and everything but at the same time people only come around when you're already doing it big but can't do anything about that right just just keep grinding just and keep doing your it, thing keep yep. but yeah bro um i think that's pretty much all i have to ask you but before we leave I have some little quick questions as I ask them. You just think of an answer as fast as you can. No, 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 no rush at the same time, but, you know, straight off the head, top of your head. Um, All right. So the first one, give me your top five players. doesn't matter what anybody else in thinks. The, this is what your top five that you like. In the league? Yeah, could be NBA. You could talk Belize, whatever you want to talk about. But let's uh, do league NBA. All right, I'm going to go with Kevin Durant. Giannis Antetokounmpo. Uh, who else I got to go with? Yeah, I got to go with Devin Booker. And then I got two more. I got to go with Lebr LeBron. And then I got one more. I got to go with Chris Middleton. Ooh, that's a low-key solid, not low-key, high-key solid five right there. I didn't see the um Chris Middleton come in, though. That one kind of yeah. surprised me. Yeah, Chris is nice. Okay, so since we're on the topic of players, give me one person from back home that, you know, growing up or whatever, or when you got older that you looked at as, man, like, you know, I want to learn something from that person or somebody that actually helped you I along the way. I got to ask you, you know, you know I'm, I'm a, I already know it was Devin Daly. He, I'm got to go with Devin Daly because when I was growing up, he was one of the guys that was out here in America. And he's nice, so I got to go with him. Have you ever had the chance to, like, you know, get advice from Devin or anything like that? Well, I used to, when I used to go to like, Hurricanes practice, I used to like, ask him questions, so we're good in that one. That's good, that's good. So next up, who do you have in your pregame playlist? Who are you listening to while you're warming up? You know, I got to go with the punter. Keep it, keep it real from back home. Keep it cultural for the culture. Cultural. All right. You, you dancing while you warm up too or what? Once I catch the vibes, I got I to gotta, I gotta go crazy. <laughs> All right. Uh, other than basketball, what is something that you like to do? Because, you know, everyone looks at Eric and they think basketball, but what's something that people might not know that you really enjoy doing? Like going fishing, swimming. That's okay, I really yeah. enjoy that. Like your uncle does that, right? Yep. Give him a shout out. Boy, got a lot of names. Well, you got to drop you know, all of them. <laughs> big Uncle Tola. And last but not least, bro, give me a quote. Like you would say your favorite quote or so, like a quote you live by. I live by a quote by Kevin Durant says, how to be talents when talent feels to work hard. Yeah, man, like people... Keep sleeping because you can't just think that if you have all this talent, you're going to make you're it far without you. putting in the work. You know what I'm saying? Have to put in that work. But yeah, man, bro, before you go, if you want to tell like the young players back home or whoever is listening to this, like, you no, know, give them a little motivation. Give them something. Well, first of all, you just got to grind. Nothing's going to come easy for you. And you just always got to grind, be appreciative of whatever you got. 
and you never think you're going to reach a level which you could. All right. Thank you. And also you could drop your social media or whatever, where people can hit you up, follow you, follow the journey. Cause you're just getting started right now. Yeah. Find me on Facebook at Eric D. Nicholas. Or you could follow me on Instagram at pgboy underscore Eric 14. All right, bet. I'll drop the links in the description, make it easy for the people. And just a heads up, the D in his name stands for defense because he plays defense, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, bro, good, th- man. thanks for taking the time out, man. Appreciate you coming on, talking a little bit, talking about your story. All the best for, you know, enjoy the time back home when you go home next month. Of course, keep yes. grinding, keep doing your thing. Because at the end of the day, you know, I mean, everybody say this a million times, but sky's the limit. I mean, you could go past the sky, go to space, float around, whatever you want to do. Just do whatever yeah. you want to do. Just, just get it done. You know what I'm saying? Never never stop. Never stop. Never settle. And just, just keep doing your thing, bro. Yes, sir. All right. And with that said, I'm going to catch you guys on the next episode. Peace.